Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with our study of Paul's letter to Philemon. As you remember, Philemon was a dear brother of the Apostle Paul who owned a slave named Onesimus. Onesimus ran from his owner, and eventually found Paul in Rome, who was imprisoned at the time. Paul led Onesimus to Christ, who then began serving Christ by serving Paul. Please follow along with Pastor Harris as he continues Paul's letter with today's slice of this week's message entitled, How to Help Spiritual Family. In verse 19, I, Paul, am writing this with my own hand. I will repay it, unless I should mention to you that you owe me even your own self as well. He couldn't resist. Uh, But that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. As I loved you and introduced you to Christ, I have come to love Onesimus. Receive him as you would me, and I'll take care of it. I wrote this, he says, I'm writing this with my own hand. It's like he's saying, regard this as my promissory note with my signature attached. Um, and, and by the way, he may have written this book in his own hand. Most of the time he used an amanuensis. We would call him a stenographer or, or someone that takes dictation. Um, but he would often at the end of a book write a greeting in his own hand. It was a way to authenticate it and to make sure that they knew this was, this was really his words. Verse 20. Yes, brother, let me benefit from you in the Lord, refresh my heart in Christ. Paul considered that whatever good thing Philemon might do for Onesimus was as if he had done it for Paul himself. I think Paul was fully satisfied just if he heard back that Philemon had been welcomed as a brother, that they were now part of the of the church of Jesus Christ together. That would have refreshed his heart. There's nothing in ministry of any kind as refreshing and uplifting as to see forgiveness and restoration and generosity and kindness all because somebody belongs to Christ. So verse 21, having confidence In your obedience, I write to you, since I know that you will do even more than what I say. Here's a clear example of how to help a brother or sister in Christ. Expect them to do the best. Root for them rather than doubting them. Pray for them rather than criticizing them. Now, what might have happened? Well, we don't know, but we can can surely think about it. Um, I don't think that there was time for the book of Colossians and the letter to Philemon to get from Rome to 
Colossae and for Philemon to have released Onesimus and sent him back to Paul before Paul got out of prison. Uh, indications are it's probably pretty late in his time there. So maybe um, Philemon sent Onesimus back to help Paul. Maybe they arranged to meet um, along the way. Uh, maybe Philemon gave Onesimus his freedom. We don't know. Maybe since Onesimus obviously had some reason that he was enslaved to Philemon, he probably owed a debt. And clearly if he had skipped out, that debt wasn't paid. So maybe he kept him on but gave him more free time to minister the gospel. I would like to think that Philemon became all the more compassionate to all of his slaves, whoever, however many there were. Maybe he helped Paul even more than anticipated after he released. Um, who knows? After he was released, who knows? But I do think these guys all saw each other again because look at verses 22 through 24. At the same time also, prepare me a lodging. Get my room ready. <laughs> I plan to come see you. For I hope that through your prayers I will be given to you. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, greets you, as do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, Luke, my fellow workers, the people that were with him there. Those are the standard kinds of greetings in the early church. But Paul expected to be released fairly soon. Uh, the New Testament doesn't tell us exactly how it happened. The book of Acts ends with Paul still in prison in, in Rome, but we can piece together Paul's later writings, and we know uh, that there was some sort of chronology in which he was released. He traveled again. He visited some of the churches that he was associated with. He was eventually re-imprisoned and then he was martyred shortly after he wrote Second uh, Timothy. So those are just normal greetings. They always said hello from so-and-so and please greet the, the saints and all of that. And then verse 25, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. That's how he's praying. That's what he wants. Whatever else happens, sending you Philemon, I'm sending you this letter. I wrote a letter to the whole church. Just, just bathe it all in grace. Practice God's grace. Now, how can you best help a brother or sister in Christ? Well, just look at what we've seen. Expect the best of them. Root for them. Share the burden. You know, they probably didn't roll out of, the bed this, out of bed this morning deciding how to annoy you, but maybe there's something on their mind. Maybe there's something that's distracting them. Maybe there's something that's making them see things differently than you do. Maybe you need to come alongside and share their burden, and you'll be much better off. Be generous. Paul didn't have to pay Onesimus's way back to Colossae. He didn't have to pay any of his debt but he did. When you're dealing with a rift in a relationship with a brother or sister, call them to rise to the highest level of maturity. Don't treat them with the presumption that they're going to be carnal. Say, hey, here's what the Word says. Here's my heart. Come, join me. Let's 
Let's work together. Don't put off telling them what they do well. Notice how Paul uh, um, always commended people. The only letter that Paul wrote that he doesn't commend anybody is the book of Galatians because he was on fire with, with zeal because these people were being, the gospel he taught them was being corrupted. Otherwise, he always sent commendations, even to the cruddy Corinthians. Read chapter 1. He even talked about all the things that they had going for them. Be truthful, always. It's always a boundary on our communication. Be truthful and be loving. So, yeah, we can look at this book and ask, how is your attitude toward people in different social strata? Um, You may not be dealing very often with slaves, but how do you do with the realities of what God calls you to do? You may not be a slave, but you're probably an employee. You may not be a slave master, but maybe you're an employer or a manager of some kind. God put Philemon, the book of Philemon, this letter of Philemon, into His Word as part of His inscripturated revelation to teach us on several levels. We know from 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17, just because this is here, this is here to teach you. This is here to reprove you. Maybe you are at odds with someone. Maybe there's a strained relationship between you and a brother or sister in Christ or maybe somebody under your own roof. If you haven't done everything possible, so far as it depends upon you, to bring that, that whole situation under the authority of the Word of God and come alongside and say, let's work this out. Let's... let's let's do this the Lord's way, then you're a big part of the problem. And there needs to be peace. There won't be peace without reconciliation. There won't be reconciliation without repentance. There won't be repentance without the knowledge of the truth, which means you go to the Scriptures. And so this is also here to correct you. You have an example of what to do, so let's, if we need to, let's take the correction. And the result, when it's taught you, reproved you, corrected you, it trains you in righteousness. And that, my friends, is how we help our spiritual family. Oh, when we pray for each other, so let me pray for us all, would you? Father, how we thank you for the goodness of your grace. Thank you for um, this amazing man, Paul, and all that you did for him and through him. Thank you for the, all these portions of the New Testament that he wrote. Thank you for this man, Philemon, and his transformed life by your grace. Thank you for this man, Onesimus. And thank you for that triangle between Paul and Philemon and Onesimus that has turned into a three-dimensional pyramid by connecting with us. Thank you that your word is so powerful. Please uh, may it have its effect in each of our lives as we seek to honor you in all that we do and say. For we pray in Jesus' name, amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.